what God says. Praise be to God. of all praise. Lord God, we desire to be in your presence. For in your presence, O oh God, there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, your pleasures evermore. God, we desire to be in your presence. We long to be
sabi sa katabi mo, across, where we get to see different people that came across Jesus on His way to the cross. And at the same time, we get to experience and put ourselves in their shoes, realizing that we may be no different from them. We get to examine today Luke's account of the gospel located in chapters 23 to 24 and get to relive these powerful chapters in our life today for the whole month of April. So let's get it on. Today's message is entitled, Value. Sabi sa katabi mo, Value. Value can be properly defined as the importance, worth, or useful usefulness of something or better yet, someone. Today, we live in society that places value on the wrong things. The world places value basically on four things, four A's. I read an article that says four A's. The first A is people place value first on appearance. Sabi sa katabi mo, do I look good? Sino sa inyo nung college o kayo nung high school, kayo sikat kayo because of how you looked? Taas kamay? Meron ba? Siyempre, lahat tayo, di ba? The second A I'd like to share today is the word affluence. Sabi sa katabi mo, affluence. Probably, you might say, these are what I own and this is where I find value. Kumbaga, yung size ng bahay, malaki ba, maliit, kung ilang kotse, or better yet, kung ano yung dinadrive mong kotse. Doon mo nakikita yung value. The third one, the third A rather, is achievements. Kumbaga, the question that you ask is, or the question that you boast is, this is what I did, or what did I do? Diba? We find value on the things that we do. Diba? Probably, Parents, you can relate that sometimes if you have a lot of kids or a lot of children, you like to rate your kids according to how smart they are. Ilan ba yung 98 na nakuha mo? Ilan ba yung A plus na nakuha mo anak? Then we find value. Children find value to how their parents see them based on their achievements. And the last A, aside from, uh, uh, aside from appearance, affluence, an achievement is the word approval. So, mo, approval. Approval basically asks the question, who likes me? Most of the time, we lean on pleasing people rather than on pleasing God. What we forget is that we are valuable because we are created in the image and likeness of God. Kumbaga, there's a phrase that goes, God made me. And God didn't make any garbage. O kaya, God don't make no junk. Sabihin mo katabi mo ngayon, you have value. Basically, my prayer for you today listening and watching this video cast is that you discover that you have value. Or better yet, you are valuable to God. Today, we get to look at a passage of scripture located in Luke chapter 23, verses 32 to 43, and get to find out how these characters mentioned by Luke found value based on how Jesus saw them today. 
a quote a quote by uh, Jeffrey Archer said a work of art is worth what someone will pay for it a work of art is worth what someone will pay for it if you were to give yourself a figure today how much would you be worth pastor yung utak ko medyo mahal kasi uh, hindi pa nagagamit di ba basically each and every one of us was bought with a price so sabi mo you were bought with a price yes it cost god something to redeem us we were bought means that our redemption was not free for god even though it was freely given to us the price that was paid to redeem us set us free from the wrath and penalty of sin and reconcile us back to god that was the cost the cost of blood which was shed by god's own son jesus christ at calvary while we were yet sinners who were separated from god because of our sin today we look into god's word we get to recall the price that was paid in order for us to be redeemed so can i invite you all to open your bibles today to luke chapter 23 verses 32 to 43 and can i invite all who can read and stand to join me as we give honor to the reading of God's word today. Luke 23, verses 32 to 43. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung hurled insults at him, Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today, you will be with me in paradise. Blessed be the reading of God's word. You may be seated. Before we start looking deeper into God's word, would you join me as we pray 
Let us pray. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, today, we thank you for your word. We thank you, O Lord Father, for what you have for us today. Lord, may your words light our path, O Lord Father. Not only light our path, but guide us, O Lord Father, to where you want us to be. Father, they speak to us audibly, O Lord Father. May we take home a message knowing that it came from you. Father, today we thank you. We love you, O Lord Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So last week, we got to put ourselves in the shoes of Pilate, of the crowd, and that of Barabbas. This Sunday, we get to put our shoes on the life of these two unnamed thieves, whose life may be no different from that of ours. Our passage this morning will be a continuation of where we ended last week. So allow me to continue on verse 32 to 33. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified them there along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. Let's never forget two things about the execution of Jesus. First, this was an innocent man who did not deserve to die. Secondly, he had the power, take note, he had the power, meron siyang magagawa to stop this at any moment. But he didn't. He willfully obeyed the will of God. Luke records for us that he had the power to do it. And though he didn't deserve to die, Jesus submitted to this form of execution. He was willing to endure it. He was willing to go through the suffering. He was beside two people who deserved to die. Going back to our passage of scripture, Luke mentions a place, a place called the skull. You see, pareho ito sa lugar na maybe you've heard it in different versions or a different story. Golgotha. Golgotha is the Aramaic term for it. It's a bit Aramaic term ng the place of the skull. And another term that we often encounter is the word Calvary, which was uh, partly Latin of the word skull. But I like how Luke writes. Because when Luke writes, he's this guy who likes detail. He likes to write a lot of detail when we get to really picture what Luke wants to say. But in this chapter, or rather in these chapters, Parang kulang yung kanyang detalye. And to think of all the writers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, siya yung medically trained. But as we go back, look what he said regarding the crucifixion of Jesus. You know what Luke said? He said, they crucified him, period. Compared to other accounts who gave a more detailed description of what Jesus went through on what the crucifixion of all was all about. Pang pagdating kay Luke, sabi niya, they crucified him. Period. Pang if somebody was trained or if somebody was yung dapat mas experienced to write about this stuff, it was Luke. Pero bakit kaya? Bakit kaya pag pagdating kay Luke, sabi niya, they crucified him. Period. Probably, probably because rather than focusing on how they crucified Jesus, Luke wanted to focus more on why they crucified Jesus. 
They crucified Jesus. Why? So that He can have, or so that we can rather have a relationship with God. Just so we move on further in verse 34. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up His clothes by casting lots. Imagine the sin. Jesus had the capacity to forgive them even while being nailed on the cross. Diba? Di, di ko mawari eh. Tayo, ang hirap magpatawad ngay pag normal yung sitwasyon eh. Pag magandang buhay, may sasakyan tayong dinadrive, kumakain tayong tatlong beses ang araw. Diba? Andaling ang hirap pang magpatawad. Pero si Jesus, nakapagpatawad pa siya bagamat na pinapako pa siya sa cross. Jesus here set the standard. Can you forgive even when you're hurting? And can you forgive even when the people who you are extending forgiveness continuously give you pain? That is grace. Imagine as we go on further to our passage of scripture, imagine forgiving them habang pinaghahatian pa nila yung damit mo. Diba? Doon ka nakapako. Panginoon, patawarin mo sila habang tinitignan mo eh. Hinubaran ka na nga eh. Unahan pa sila kung aakin to, akin to. Can you imagine what Jesus was going through? Jesus was probably crucified naked, okay, half naked. I want you to remember this when you see again the cross. Think about the shame that would have caused Jesus on the cross. The shame that he would have to bear in order for you to live a life today. You see, going back, crucifixion is, inten- is intended to degrade the person being crucified. Talagang mapapahiya ka. It strips the person of honor and permits people to abuse him. It is the ultimate punishment reserved by the Rome for the worst Offenses. Ito na yung pinakagrabe na pwedeng gawin sa isang tao. And yet, the Lord used this opportunity. An opportunity where men took life from somebody, Jesus offered the same opportunity to issue life to other people. Verse 35 to 38, the people stood watching. And the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself. If he is God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. This was the irony. Ito yung nakakapagtaka. People were continuously asking, How can he save the people if he cannot save himself? Diba? Tama nga naman pag-isip mo. Tama naman eh, diba? And most of the time, we're tempted to ask certain questions like this. That if, the, if Jesus is Lord, if God is truly God, And why is there evil? Why is there suffering? You see, in whatever situation you're feeling right now, God will always be God. 
Going back to our passage, the soldiers offered him wine vinegar, not as, not as a sign of mercy, but rather to be used as a sedative or pampakalma. Clearly, they wanted to tease Jesus. They wanted to mock Jesus. And then such inscriptions, inscriptions are customary during this time by informing passers-by of the nature of the criminal's crime. Diba? Doon nilalagay kung ano yung offense mo para pag dumanakit, ah, ito, mandurukot, ah, ito, mamamatay tao. Pero pagdating kay Kristo, the inscription said, this is the king of the Jews. It was both an, an, an a statement of condemnation, but also it was ironic that it stated Jesus true identity. As we move on further in verse 39 to 41, one of the criminals who hung, who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God? And he said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. You see, today, just like before, there are only two types of people that end up in church. Diba funny? Just like the two thieves, these are two people who end up in church. There are really only two types of people that come to God. There are people like the first thief on the cross who all they wanted is to make is God rather to make their problems go away, to make their pain go away, to make their life better, but they don't want anything else. Ouch, diba? Oftentimes when we get to pray, it's all about us. Lord, take away this. Lord, bless mo ito. Lord, make my life better. Lord, promotion naman. Lord, sagutin mo na. Dapat sagutin na niya ako. And nothing else. We don't want anything about Jesus but to make our lives better. It's all about what we can get from God. Then there are guys like the other man on the cross who said, I deserve what I'm getting. I know that I'm, I deserve what I'm getting, but I want more than just making my pain go away. I want paradise. And Jesus, only you can grant paradise. You see, many people come to church and they're just looking for an excuse or a way out of their problem. Di ba pag dumadaming problema, mas madaming tao sa church? Okay, this pandemic caused a lot of people to come to church. Caused a lot of people to become religious again. But that's not it. Kasi pag umokay na yung buhay, minsan nakakalimutan na ulit nila si Kristo. They're really not in church because they want God for who He is and for what He can do in them. They want God for what He can do for them. What you see on the cross is genuine faith and false faith. You see a guy who just wants God to make his problems go away, and then you see another God, another guy rather, who makes perhaps one of the most profound statements in the Bible. his deathbed, he finds eternal life. You know what he said? 
As we continue in verse 42 to 43, then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is a remarkable statement considering the circumstance. Pwede naman sabihin kay Lord, Lord, iligtas mo ko imbis na remember me. Iligtas mo ko sa sakit na nakakamdaman ko. But he didn't say that. He said, remember me. You see, Jesus' day, back, back way then, people would often write these two words on their tombstones. Remember me. Those words meant, don't forget who I am. Huwag nyo sanang makakalimutan kung sino ako. Don't forget not only kung sino ako, but what I did. There's a God aspect of this phrase. It means, God, remember me by taking me into paradise. This was a common phrase during Jesus' day. I want you to hear what the man on the cross said about Jesus. Ito yung sinabi niya in layman's, first, in layman's term or broken down into words that we can properly understand. First, he said, I deserve what I'm getting. And dito ako dahil sa mga ginawa ko noon. I deserve to die because of it. By the way, this is what the Bible teaches. The wages of sin is death. Somebody has to die for your sin. This man believes that Jesus is innocent. Wala siyang kasalanan. He is righteous and he doesn't deserve the death that he's experiencing. He believes that Jesus is able to save him and that he is God. And that he has the ability to grant forgiveness even while he's being crucified on the cross. This man believes that Jesus holds the key to who gets into eternal life when he says, Jesus, will you remember me a sinner when you enter your kingdom and receive your reward in heaven? Jesus grants him eternal life right there on the spot. Not because this man deserved it, but because of his great faith. Jesus says, today you are going to be with me in paradise. The Persians in Jesus' day believed that paradise was the Garden of Eden. It was a place where God walked with Adam and Eve and experienced intimacy with each other. The man said, I want that Jesus. When you enter into heaven, would you remember me? Jesus said, Jesus says, I'm going to do more than that. I'm going to bring you to be with me for eternity in heaven. Wow! What a powerful statement by Jesus. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Then Jesus answered, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. To be with God in heaven. You see, all of us one day will make the choice. Will you want to be with Jesus in paradise? But today in relation to God's word, allow me to leave you three words. Three words on how the Lord displays His value on us. 
and three words on how we can respond knowing that we are valuable to God. First word, shows. shows. Jesus shows us that we are valuable. A teacher asked a boy this question. Kapag si nanay mo nag-bake ng isang pie and you were seven, pito kayo sa pamilya, dalawang magulang at limang magkakapatid, what part of the pie would you get? Anong bahagi nung pie yung makukuha mo? Then the boy replied, a sixth. The teacher said, I'm afraid you don't know your fractions. Mukhang mali, mahina kayata sa mat. Anak ka, he said. Remember, there are seven of you. Tapos sabi ng bata, yes, teacher, alam ko yun. But you do not know my mother. My mother would always say that she didn't want any pie. Diba, bakit ganun yung mga nanay, no? Of course, bakit ganun din yung mga tatay? But you would only understand pag kayo rin naging magulang. That's one way parents gets to show their love for their children. A sacrificial kind of love. In our passage of scripture, Jesus showed our value by doing what no one could ever do for us. He did what no ordinary man could do. Jesus met us where we were and accepted us for who we are. He would give up His life. Greater love, the Bible says, has no one than this to lay down one's life for another, for one's friend. That's value. That's value. Billy Graham went on to say, The cross shows us the seriousness of our sin, but it also shows us the immeasurable love of God. You see, if you love someone, you would tell them that they're wrong. You would correct them. Pagsasabihan mo dahil mahal mo sila, gusto mo silang maging mas maayos na tao, gusto mo silang maging mas mabuting tao. But not only would you tell them that they're wrong, but you would also assure them that you love them and also make a way to reconcile with them. One of my favorite verses, Romans 5 uh, verse 8 says, But God demonstrates His own love for us. In this, while we were, here, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Oh, such beautiful words. God didn't wait for us to be perfect. When we were unlovable, God loved us. When people did not like us, God loved us. At our worst, God loved us. Parang popoy at basha with a twist. Take no na popoy at basha with a twist. Sabi ni popoy, popoy noon, eh, di ba? She had me at my worst. You had me at my best. Pero binali wala mo lahat. And you chose to break my heart. Ouch. See, Lord, He had you at your worst and still chose to fix your broken heart. That's value. 
That's value. At the end, you have to see it. You have to see it. When you look at yourself in the mirror, nakikita mo ba yung nakikita ni Jesus? That you are priceless. That you are rare. That you are valued. You see, it all starts with you. Don't tell other people something that you yourself cannot see in you. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, or better yet, sabihin mo muna sa sarili mo, may halaga ako. May halaga ako. The second word, saves. Jesus saves us. That is why we are valuable. Longfellow could take a worthless sheet of paper, write a poem on it, and make it worth 60,000. That's genius. Rockefeller could sign his name on a piece of paper and can be worth millions of dollars. That's capital. A mechanic can take a material that's worth 300 pesos and make it worth 3,000 pesos. That's skill. An artist can take a piece of canvas that's worth 100 pesos, paint a picture on it, and make it worth 10,000 pesos. That's art. God can take a sinful person, wash it in the blood of Jesus, put His Spirit in it, and make it a blessing to humanity. That's salvation, my brothers and sisters. In our passage of scripture, Jesus, Jesus did not lose his life. He willingly gave it up so that we can be reconciled with God. Jesus knew what the thief on the cross needed the most. Not temporary relief from the pain that he's experiencing right now. Not better clothes. Not a better wife. Not a better life. He wanted to give him everlasting life. Charles Spurgeon said, "To trust God in this, to trust God in the light is nothing, but trust Him in the dark. That is faith." Against all the people there, the thief trusted Jesus in life after death. You see, everybody was mocking Jesus. Everybody was against Jesus. But this thief on the cross decided to look at Jesus and see Him for who He truly is. He decided to, step, to take a step of faith and believe Jesus, to take His word for it and believe that He can offer Him something that He truly needs. You see, God saves anyone. He saves anyone who calls upon Him in faith. At the end of the day, we cannot save ourselves. Tandaan mo yan. No amount of effort you do on planet Earth can save you. No amount of good deeds, no amount of time on church, no amount of tithes that you give, can save you. Take note. Only God 
has the power to save you. Only God has the power to save us. A passage of scripture from Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9 reads, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not for yourself, from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. You see the, the song entitled From the Inside Out has the lyrics, A thousand times I've failed, still your mercy remains. And should I stumble again, I'm caught in your grace. Kanda no? That's saving grace. That's how much God values us. You see, your value should not only be seen, but it should also be showed. Not only seen, but also showed. Tutuloy ko lang yung kanta kanina, yung from the inside out that went, And the cry of my heart is to bring you praise from the inside out. Lord, my soul cries out. That is value showed. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, may halaga ka. Ulitin mo hanggang makulitan siya, may halaga ka. Lastly, He satisfies. The Lord satisfies. A little boy never said a word for six years. Imagine six years, may anak kayo, six years, hindi nagsasalita. Then one day, his parents served him chocolate. Sigo yung pinakmasarap na ovaltino kaya Milo. Served him a chocolate drink. From out of nowhere, this kid says, this chocolate drink is no good. Hindi masarap. Then his parents began to celebrate. They said to him, Why did you wait so long before you talked? He said, Up till now, everything's been okay. Ngayon lang siya na-served ng hindi masarap na chocolate kaya siya nagsalita. Going back to our passage of scripture, in verse 42 to 43, Jesus gave the thief not only something that's better than not being crucified. He gave him the best. So, the best. Something that no one can take away from him. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, I have learned in whatsoever state I am, whether with and therewith to be content. Christ is enough. Christ is enough to satisfy the hearts of all those who confine in Him and who leave everything in His hands. Such need never be cast down by seeming misfortunes. Today, are you satisfied with God? Or better yet, do you find satisfaction on the finished work of Jesus Christ? on the cross. Max Ocado, and I quote, Since our greatest need was forgiveness, God sent us a Savior. He became like us so we could become like Him. Imagine if our greatest need was information, then Jesus would have been an educator. Jesus 
the teacher. If our greatest need would have been science or technology, imagine Jesus the scientist or Jesus the banker, Jesus the pharmacist, Jesus the doctor, Jesus the pastor, Jesus the economist. But I'm glad and I'm happy that Jesus is my Savior. The book of Psalms in Psalm 107 verse 9 says, For He satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. For He satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. True satisfaction, my brothers and sisters, can only be found in God. I repeat, true satisfaction can only be found in God. No amount of material possessions, no career promotions, no cars, no houses, no relationship can ever satisfy the human heart except the satisfaction that can be found in God. Sabi nga ni uh, Miriam Defensor Santiago, Kung asukal ka, ako naman ang sago. Walang kwenta, wala akong kwenta kung wala ang tamis mo. You see, with God, tatamis yung buhay natin. Better, matamis ang buhay na ibibigay ni Lord sa atin. At the end, your value is not only seen, it's not only showed, but it's also shared. Today, when was the last time you shared to other people that they have value? When was the last time you treated other people with value? When was the last time you saw people for how God sees them as His child, as His daughter, of someone with value. To end, allow me to end with some personal reflections. Fulton Sheen said, God does not love us because we are valuable. We are valuable because God loves us. God's love is constant, never fluctuating. It does not vary. It's not like us that minsan in love, minsan hindi, minsan 100%, minsan 90%. Pagdating kay Lord, it's constant. It does not change. And just like His love for us, ganun din yung worth natin, ganun din yung halaga natin sa Panginoon. It does not change. It does not fluctuate. A verse on 1 John 3, verse 1 says, how great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Wow! What a beautiful passage of Scripture. And most of the time, the devil says, these are mine. These children, these people, dahil sa mga maling ginagawa nila, they are mine. And you know what Jesus responds? Jesus' response will always be over my dead body. Today, you have value. 
Don't you ever forget that, that you are valuable in God's eyes. So today, our value should be seen, shown, and shared. Seen, shown, shared. To end, your value is found in Jesus. Sabihin sa katabi mo, your value is found on Jesus. Today, there are a lot of opinions. There are a lot of voices out there for sure. Sometimes, we just need to turn it all off and listen to the one voice that matters the most. Be like the thief who was beside Jesus who said, Lord, remember me. It was a statement of faith, acknowledging Lord, acknowledging Jesus as Lord, acknowledging on the power of what Jesus can do, putting his salvation on the hands of Jesus. They just like the thief, pull away from the world and learn to focus on Jesus. He didn't listen to the other thief. He didn't listen to the crowds. He didn't listen to all the people out there. But he looked at Jesus. And he saw Jesus for who he was. And that's where he found his value. When Jesus said, Today you would be with me in paradise. Let's bow our heads today. While reflecting over on our passage of scripture today, some of you listening probably today, might be saying, I've heard it a thousand times that I'm valuable in God's eyes. But can you see it for yourself? Some people today may see it when they look in the mirror, when they look at themselves, wow, I am a child of God. But it's not shown in the actions that they do every day, that they are valuable. And some of us today see it, show it, but are sometimes afraid of sharing it to other people. Afraid of telling other people that they too are valued, that they too are priceless, that they too have been bought with a price. Today, I want you to reflect on the passage of Scripture. And that every time you get to look at the cross, may you remember your value that you were paid for a price, that you were bought by the blood of Jesus, that someone was willing to give up his life for you. Today, as you bow your heads and probably reflect, God is whispering to you today. God loves you. 
God cares for you. And though the world would think otherwise of you, God is telling you today, look at me. Focus on me. Allow you to see your value through my eyes today. Father, today, salamat po sa inyong salita. Salamat po sa value that you have given each and every one of us today. Father, we pray today, may we accept it, embrace it, and rest on your words that we are valuable. Father, may we take each word that comes from the Bible and accept it as truth today. Father, today may we get to see our worth using your eyes. And today, if we have been hurt in the past by people who didn't see our value, people who ridiculed us, people who teased us, people who bullied us probably. Father, today, may we be just like you and offer the same forgiveness to them knowing that they might have been hurt themselves, knowing that they may not yet know Jesus during that time. Father, today, may today be an opportunity for us to see value not only in ourselves but also to other people. Father, today, may halaga kami. May halaga kami sa inyo at salamat po sa halaga na ibinigay niyo sa amin. Lord, may we never look less upon ourselves and may we continuously live knowing that we are valuable. Father, today we thank you. We honor you, O Lord Father. Today we pray, O Lord Father, for more and more people out there May they get to know you and experience, O oh Lord Father, the love, the grace, and the value that you can give to them. Father, we honor you today. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Why don't we give the Lord the loudest clap offering that we can give Him today? You na pinakamalakas louder. Before we end, I'd like to thank all my sponsors. Nax, diba? My sponsors. I'd like to thank uh, for my hair and makeup, diba? For my barong today. You know, I'm just kidding. I'd like to thank all of you who made this video cast possible today. You know who you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for allowing uh, your talents, your skill to be used for God's kingdom. May God bless you a thousand folds. And today, before we end, kanang kamay sa ating mga puso today and repeat after me. Diba? I am blessed. 
I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. Dagdag natin sa huli. I am valuable. So before we end, let's end in a word of prayer. I invite you all to stand up and let's raise our hands to the heavens. Let us pray. Lord, today we thank you for your word. We thank you po and may we take it seriously, O Lord Father, that we have value and that we are valuable in your eyes. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son, Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. So God bless everybody. Keep safe. And again, naimbag na morning. Kapuso!